morning. Welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Wednesday. We've got all your NBA action covered from an eight-game Tuesday night. I'm your host, Dave DeFord, joined by the Daily Fantasy Sports Queen, Eden Liu. What's up, Eden? What's up? And Rob Lopez is contacting his sources as we approach the trade deadline. Coming up on the Ding, trade rumors are swirling. The Lakers got crushed, and Tobias Harris wins it for the Clippers. But first... The Raptors with a huge win in Philadelphia, 119 to 107 over the Sixers. The Sixers bounced back. They were down uh, 12 points after the first, uh, but can't can't quite close the gap. Kawhi Leonard with 24, seven rebounds, three assists. Joel Embiid with another huge game, 37 points, 13 rebounds, three blocks. Had a huge fourth quarter, brought the Sixers to within seven, but they just could not tie this game uh, at any point. Kyle Lowry. Huge first half. He had 20.6 assists uh, when it was all said and done. Ben Simmons with 20.7 rebounds, six assists, and six turnovers. Six of 18 turnovers in this game, Eden. Seems like Philadelphia just does not value the basketball enough. This game was really death by turnovers for the Sixers. Um, ben Simmons, TJ McConnell, and Joel Embiid combined for six, uh, 14 of the 18 turnovers. Um it's just a lot of reckless passing and it's the Raptors defense is good, but it, it wasn't even the defense that was forcing the turnovers. It was just bad passes. Yeah. JJ Redick and, and uh, Wilson Chandler were out tonight. The Sixers depth issues are starting to, to show their head as we get later on in the season. They had an eight man rotation tonight. Their bench was outscored by the Raptors bench, 37 to 18 trade deadlines coming up. Eden. We, they got to make a move, right? Yeah, Elson Brand has to make a move, especially because um, Wilson Chandler and JJ Redick are both like a little older. They get injured. They need rest down the stretch. You can't play Embiid forty minutes a night. Um, it's it's not tenable. So they really need to get a wing that can score. That's not going to be a liability on defense for them. Yeah, uh, Jimmy Butler and Ben Simmons left the locker room without speaking to the media. Uh, is was this a ploy to avoid fines? Like they weren't happy with the refs tonight. Yeah, I I think it's really bad optics, though. Regardless of why you didn't want to speak to the media, you're the team leaders. You're supposed to have to face the music after the game, and only Joel was the only one that did. Yeah, I, but I can say. Not the worst thing in the world to do. Like, if you know you're not going to be able to stand there and answer questions about, you know, oh, you were, it seemed like you were a little upset with the officiating tonight. If you can, if you don't feel like you can kind of get your take off without losing it, maybe it's not a terrible thing, right? Like, uh, they wouldn't get a suspension, but, uh, you know, $25,000 fine isn't doing anybody any favors. Uh, for Toronto, Pascal Siakam, 16 and 6, Ibaka, 20 and 10. This sort of highlights. Again, another issue for the Sixers with that lack of depth on the wing. I, like, I think that they're going to need to have a guy who can slot between the three and four spot be, to be able to stay in front of a guy like Siakam. They, the, the Sixers struggled with that tonight. And then I, I wonder how much when we get to the playoffs, is Embiid going to actually be able to play against small ball lineups You know where the, the Raptors can feature Siakam at the five? Like, Who do they have that can do that? Is it going to be Ben Simmons? Yeah, it would have to be Ben Simmons. But the problem with that is the Sixers tend to struggle with Embiid off the floor. So it's I, I'm not sure what the answer is there, but they need some they need to get they need to add something. 
Breaking news from after we finished recording. According to Sham Sharania and uh, Adrian Wojnarowski, as is uh, per usual, the Clippers and the 76ers have made a trade similar to what we were talking about. The, the Sixers got some wing depth. Uh, they traded Landry Shamit, Wilson Chandler, Mike Muscala, a 2020 first rounder, a 2021 unprotected first via the Miami Heat, and two second rounders for Tobias Harris, Boban Marjanovic, and Mike Scott. This is a, that's a pretty big trade. It, it leads me to start thinking about what's going to happen with Jimmy Butler. Um, not just, you know, will they trade him before the deadline, but this summer, Tobias Harris is an unrestricted free agent this summer. Um, my favorite part about this trade is that it keeps Tobias and Boban together. Always important. Um, but yeah, this is, uh, this is kind of star hunting that, uh, that Brett Brown has talked about talked about um, Elton brand was actually not seen in on media row for the first time since he became GM tonight. So I'm assuming he was working on this deal with the Clippers. Uh, again, this came, this literally came about 20 minutes after we finished recording the ding, but me and Rob had to get back together to throw it uh, on here so that you guys are ready for it in the morning. Uh, Rob, what, what's your takeaway? I mean, if we're going to look at it, you know, Philly side, obviously it's, that's four, that's four pretty much, you know, all-star perennial all-star guys there that they have now. Um, you know, it'd be interesting to see if they vault, how far they vault up in the East right now there, I believe they were fourth coming into tonight, but also on the flip side, I mean, the Clippers, you know, they, they got, a, they just got a bunch of assets. They don't have to use Tobias Harris as a plan B quote unquote. Now, um, uh, this upcoming summer, I mean, maybe they can still resign them, but, uh, what are they doing now? Well, this is the first of this is the first of what I assume is going to be a bunch of moves. Uh, I expect to see Pat Beverly and Lou Williams both get moved before the deadline. Right. Now. So now they're going full. You know, let's sell our Clearly. assets here. Yep. Because they just traded away the best Sh- player. Hey, Shamit is a nice, nice player. No, for and sure. He's been really good for Philly. Um, they got two I, decent picks there too. It's not bad yeah. picks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're weak drafts, but um, they are first rounders. So uh, again. Uh, <laughs> Big breaking news, big trade, super late at night. But that's why you guys listen to the ding every morning. Back to your previously recorded daily ding. Hey, guys, don't forget to join us for the back-to-back Wednesday challenge today on FanDuel at FanDuel.com slash B2B. That's the letter B, the number two, the letter B. Go there, sign up, deposit five bucks, and get a $5 bonus in your bank from FanDuel. You can play with other back-to-back listeners Every single Wednesday, including today, Wednesday, in the Wednesday back-to-back challenge. Eden, give us your sleeper for this week. My sleeper for this week is Bryn Forbes and Patty Mills are both going to be getting extra usage with Derek White out with an injury and DeMar DeRozan and LaMarcus Aldridge both sitting against the Warriors tomorrow. Or today, sorry. Shout out to last week's winner, Z Rolling 33, who we don't know, but we're hoping to find out. Uh, if you win this week, you can join us on a future mailbag. Go to fanduel.com slash B2B for the back-to-back Wednesday challenge today. Now it's time for news and a couple of injury updates. Uh, John Wall has somehow suffered a torn Achilles after falling on his surgically, uh, operated on heel in his house. Um, he's going to be out at least a year. So that means the rest of this season, all of next season, most likely, uh, cause it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to bring him back. 
Um, there's an infection from his first surgery that has apparently complicated issues there. And, uh, you know, no word on how he fell, but, uh, knowing someone that's had an Achilles surgery, apparently that is just, you know, it's very difficult to get around. I mean, I, I'm not surprised that, uh, something like that would happen. So terrible luck for John wall. Um, and, um, not to make light of, you know, what could be a career altering injury for him, but we do have to talk about the basketball part of this, Eden, uh, his contract extension kicks in next year. It's a lot of money, a lot of money. I feel pretty bad for the wizards being in this position. Um, they have so much money tied up with him and there's not really anything they can do until they have a little more information about his recovery process. And if he's going to be able to come back from that. Absolutely. I mean, it's going to handcuff them for years, uh, you know, unless he has to retire because of this, which hopefully he doesn't, um, you know, cause you know, he is a human being. Uh, I'm not, I'm not as worried about their money. Um, but for their cap, man, it's not good. Uh, in Orlando, Mo Bamba is going to miss a bunch of time. He's got a stress fracture in his leg, uh, in his left tibia, actually his, uh, return to basketball related activities. It's going to depend on how he responds to rest. Uh, they're not planning to do surgery, uh, but he will be rehabbing. And, uh, you know, you hate to see that, especially in the guy's rookie year. It's hard to, it's hard to learn and get better if you're not going to be on the court in trade news. Uh, first of all, we have a trade Reggie Bullock going for the, from the Detroit Pistons to the Los Angeles Lakers for V. I'm not going to even try to pronounce his last name. Cause I always mess it up. And a second round pick, uh, which I believe is supposed to be 2021. This is reported, not official yet. Uh, Of course, big trade for the Lakers because Reggie Bullock can really, really shoot Eden. Yeah, he's um, a solid shooter and he scored 19 tonight and he's a consistent player that's already like, you know what you're going to get from him and you can count on him. Exactly. And that's just the kind of guys you want to put around LeBron and and younger guys and potentially Anthony Davis. Speaking of Anthony Davis, got an update. He has been medically cleared to play. The Pelicans have no intentions to play him yet, which makes sense. You don't want him to get hurt before the deadline. Uh, Per Brad Turner from the L.A. Times, the Lakers today decided to pull out of Anthony Davis trade talks amid, quote, outrageous requests made by the Pelicans. Um, the Lakers have agreed to send their entire young core. That means Lonzo ball, Kyle Kuzma, Brad Ingram, Josh Hart, Evita Zubats, uh, KCP, a bunch of picks Eden. What are your Pelicans doing? They need to say, yes, this is a good haul for Anthony Davis. I don't think it's going to get done. I mean, Lakers have put everything on the table. The Pelicans don't know what they want. It seems like otherwise they would have done something by now. Right. Uh, you would think so. Uh, and another center uh, in the West who appeared to be on the move, uh, Marcus Gasol. It was reported that he was going to Charlotte. They actually, the, the Grizzlies held him out of the game tonight. And then when he walked out to the bench, he got a standing ovation from the Memphis crowd. So, you know, obviously we all thought he was gone, uh, but it appears, according to Sean Devaney of the Sporting News, that the deal is off. So, We'll see what happens. Um, I know that Toronto offered Kyle Lowry and Jonas Valanciunas for Gasol and Conley. That's kind of a weird trade for Memphis because you know, Memphis is going to want to get, they're going to want to duck the tax this year and they're going to want to not take on long-term money. That's, at least that's my assumption. Uh, Eden, is there any team out there that stands out that Marcus Gasol would go to and instantly make better? 
what do you guys think about Charlotte? He would be a great compliment to Kemba Walker, and he would be a giant upgrade from Cody Zeller. Exactly why I thought this deal was getting done. But, uh, you know, it's trade season, so you never know what's going to happen. All right, everybody, less than a month until the Boston Live Show, Saturday, March 2nd, at the end of the Sloan Analytics Conference at the Middle East in Boston. Tickets are on sale. We've got a few tickets left. VIP sold out, but plenty of uh, general admission available as we uh, as we start filling this place up. You can get your tickets uh, through the Count the Things Twitter page or Jade Hoy's Twitter page. Just go uh, go to either of those. we got the ticket fly information in there. Uh, again, March 2nd, Saturday, March 2nd, end of the Sloan Analytics Conference at the Middle East in Boston. Come hang out with us. Have a good time. It's always a great show speaking of the charlotte hornets they blew a huge lead they were up 20 on the clippers with 317 left in the third but lou williams happened 31 points six assists is what he finishes this game with off the bench uh and the clippers pull it out in the final minutes 117 to 115 kemba walker was super fly tnt in the first half just could not miss a shot and then uh, only scored like seven points in the second half, 32 points, nine assists, five rebounds, man. He really could use some help. Like Marcus saw Tobias Harris with 34, seven rebounds, five assists, and one go ahead bucket with five and a half seconds to go. Uh, Gallinari out again with a back injury. Eden Lou Williams is just as scary as anyone when it comes to crunch time. Yeah. And I think Lou Williams is making a strong case for him to win that sixth man award again. Um, He was willing his way to the line and for his three point shot to awaken towards the end of the third with four of his five three pointers happening in the last 13 minutes of the game. The last one giving the Clippers their first lead. Um, And Tobias Paris made the shot that sealed the game. But it was really both him and Lou that got the Clippers that win in that last quarter. His offensive prowess has just been really essential for the Clippers this season, especially, like you said, with Gallinari being out. I think this was his ninth game out. Um, it's Lou Williams has been really stepping up. Same energy he uses off the court. In Cleveland, the Celtics beat the Cavaliers 103 to 96. Colin Sexton was cooking, actually, 27 points. Uh, Kyrie. Marcus Morris, Aaron Baines, and Robert Williams were all out for the Celtics in that in this game. Didn't matter because Jason Tatum was there to save the day. 25 points, 7 rebounds. Marcus Smart continues his excellent season. 17 points, 5 rebounds. Gordon Hayward off the bench with 18, 6, and 5. Seems like he's having like one good game out of five. Uh, tonight was a good one. Uh, in New York, the Knicks lose to the Pistons 105 to 92. Blake Griffin with 29 points, 8 assists, 6 rebounds. Andre Drummond with 17 points, 16 rebounds, and five blocks. Dennis Smith Jr., almost too good to tank, but not good enough. 25 points, six assists, and five rebounds. And Reggie Bullock in his last game as a Piston, 19 points. Uh, in Indy, ooh, I don't know if I can show up for this one, Eden. Like LeBron did not. Ouch. The Pacers dusted. The Lakers by 42 points, 136 to 94. Uh, LeBron not managing any loads tonight, uh, except for the fact that he only took 12 shots. He had 18 points, nine assists, seven rebounds. Uh, he hit 32,000 points for his career, you know, still in fourth place. He's coming up quickly on Michael Jordan. Uh, but this was the worst loss of his career and uh, just an ugly, ugly game from, from the Lakers. I mean, there was no energy from the jump. I mean, you know, if you followed Twitter for this game, you saw like it was maybe midway through the first quarter and people were like, Oh, okay. LeBron is just taking a night off. 
Well, LeBron had a, he, it's a really quiet, it was a quiet night for him all around. It wasn't just the first quarter. He like, he only had 18 points. That's really low for him. Even with the rest of his team not showing up. I, I feel like that's just what happens when your whole team is distracted by trade rumors. Yeah. The body language doctor was probably working overtime tonight. And I can't wait to hear about it at some point this week. Uh, Boyan Bogdanovich was just incredible. Uh, he really opened this game on fire, scoring the first 10 points for the, the Pacers finishes with 24 points, five assists. Miles Turner looking great as usual. 22 points. Uh, the Pacers had eight players in double figures. Uh, Sabonis, Sumner and Aaron holiday all had 17 points apiece. In Memphis, the Grizzlies pull out. I mean, they they really snatched a victory from the jaws of defeat after having the victory well in hand in this one. 108 to 106. The Grizzlies still stink, but they beat a decent Timberwolves team. Marcus Saul was out, as we talked about, because of uh, the potential of being traded. Carl Anthony Towns took advantage. 26 points, 18 rebounds. Mike Conley with 25 points and nine assists. Jaron Jackson, 23.6 rebounds. Uh, Ivan Robb played in this game, 19 and 11. Dario starts with 22 off the bench. In Oklahoma City, Paul George continues his MVP campaign. 39 points, eight rebounds in a 132 to 122 victory over the Orlando Magic. Russell Westbrook with another triple-double. It's actually his seventh in a row. 16 points, 16, 16 assists. 15 rebounds and seven turnovers. Almost got the, the quadruple double. Uh, Nikola Vucevic with 17, nine and five. Aaron Gordon with 18, 10 assists, six rebounds and eight turnovers. And in Portland, the Miami Heat led by Dwayne Wade's 22 points off the bench defeat the Trailblazers 118 to 108. This is a throwback game from Wade. He was all over the place, Eden. Yeah, he was a lot of fun to watch. He was getting buckets, Dwayne Wade style. Um, the Heat had just an answer for every time. Every time Portland tried to close the gap, they just always had an answer for them. James Johnson was hustling on the defensive end and getting defensive rebounds. Hassan Whiteside had a huge game, just completely rendered Nurkic ineffective, who seems to have issues against more physical centers. Um, so this was a really fun Heat game, and a, a much needed win for them because I think they're, t they're tied for eighth, the a seed right now. They are. Yeah. And, uh, on the other end, I mean, listen, it gets, uh, everything's really tight in the West and Portland needs to win games against bad teams. And I'm sorry, but the heat are just not good. Uh, Damian Lillard had a quiet night, only 13 points, 10 assists. CJ McCollum really stepped up in that big comeback that they put on in the fourth quarter. He hit a bunch of key threes. I mean, he had them right in it, but you know, it's hard to do it alone. Uh, 33 points from him, five rebounds, Jake Lehman career high, 25 points, eight rebounds, uh, just wasn't enough to pull it out. And it, this, again, these are the kind of games that you have to win. I mean, Portland's not going to miss the playoffs because of this one game, but seeding does matter in the West. And you know, you, you want to win as many games as you can, especially the gimmies like this. And now the line of the night, Eden tough, tough call tonight. We got Paul George MVP. Paul George, uh, 39 points, eight rebounds in a win over Orlando. Russell Westbrook with his seventh straight triple double, 16 points, 16 assists, 15 rebounds. Joel Embiid, 37 points, 13 rebounds, three blocks in a loss. CJ McCollum with 33 and five rebounds also in a loss. Who you got Eden? So I feel like every time I try to give, um, the, 
I try to give the thunder to Paul George instead of Russell Westbrook. He Russell Westbrook counters with a triple double, but Despite both of them having big nights, I have to give the line of the night to Joel Embiid. He never got discouraged, even when they were still down by like 15 in the fourth quarter. He never stopped hustling. He played 42 minutes tonight. He is the process. Joel, we got to get Joel Embiid some help. Uh, that's going to be it for today's show. Thank you guys for waking up with us. Make sure you like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash count the dings, subscribe to the back-to-back podcast feed. We dropped a new basketball buds yesterday, which was fantastic. And we got a new nerder. She wrote coming tomorrow, actually doing a special trade line, a uh, trade deadline edition. If I can get that out. Uh, and we got a new mailbag coming on Friday. Uh, go subscribe to the black opinions matter Monday feed. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this feed, The Daily Ding, as well as all of our feeds on the back-to-back network. Kian Fahey's NFL pod, The Interceptable, The House of Strauss, and Pack Your Knives. Eden, send us home. Ding, ding. Ding, ding.